Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Today's episode is covering all things antibiotics and prebiotics. So how many of you have come to me saying, Sheridan, I've just taken a round of antibiotics, what probiotics do I take? Well, I'm here today to give you the short and sweet on why prebiotics may be more beneficial than probiotics when it comes to restoring your microbiome diversity. So today's episode is sponsored by my 7 day beat the bloat challenge which I know so many of you have done and I'm so excited to say that I'm upgrading the recipes so make sure you go back, you have a look, reread those emails. If you haven't done it, go through and understand what is causing your bloating because women, there's always a root cause, okay? To help you today, I have also created a 90-day prebiotic rotation guide to step you through the next three months of reseeding and growing your good gut flora. So head to my website, search for episode 26 and hit download on that freebie. You won't want to miss this one. How do we support ourselves after we've taken a round of antibiotics for something? And I know you don't take these lightly, but they are critical in killing some infections and supporting our immune system to fight a virus or bacteria. So I know lots of you don't want to take antibiotics and I support you fully for that, but there are times, like I said, when you do need to go to your GP and you do need to have a round of antibiotics. But did you know some of these broad spectrum antibiotics, and this is really not to scare you off, but to really help you understand why I try to help you avoid antibiotics when you can and try to use a natural approach as much as possible. Because those, some of those broad spectrum antibiotics can wipe 90% of your bacteria and take up to two years to come back. That's a really long time. If you're thinking, well, what if you've only taken one round of antibiotics and and you wipe out that much of your bacteria? That is crazy, okay? So broad-spectrum antibiotics also can have side effects when thinking of things like anxiety and depression, are more symptom-based things rather than just what you don't see because sometimes out of sight, out of mind, right? Think, okay, that's it. My symptoms are gone from this nasty bacteria or virus or strep throat or whatever it was. Take these antibiotics. I'm all good. But will your microbiome bounce back and in what proportion is it going to bounce back? So This depends on how well you support your gut flora and what you do to reduce that recovery time. Are you reducing it to four, five, six weeks rather than letting it go on for a couple years? What happens is the opportunistic bacteria will generally bounce back faster than the good bacteria, allowing them to take over and stop the good bacteria from growing back. So many of us, myself included, have tried to use probiotics to heal that gut lining and rebalance the good gut flora. But what are we doing with probiotics? Are we really just throwing seeds into a weedy garden, hoping they're going to somehow transform the garden? 
somehow they're going to take root and go into this beautiful sunflower and overgrow all those seeds. So we might actually need to take a slightly different approach. There are a couple probiotics that I will use and one really great one that I want to talk about today is actually a yeast called Saccharomyces boulardii. So many of you would have taken this who have done parasite and gut restoration things with me because it is so critical. Saccharomyces boulardii produces a lactic acid which actually re-acidifies your system, counteracting the damaging effects of the antibiotics because the antibiotics kill a lot of the lactic acid producing bacteria. And the lactic acid, hang with me here, the lactic acid producing bacteria, as they die, then the pH of your gut goes up, so acidity goes down. So when this pH in your gut changes and it goes up, it actually favours the growth of those opportunistic or bad bacteria such as Clostridium or E. coli as well as your yeast like Candida. So these do better in a higher pH environment. So recap that, Saccharomyces boulardii produces lactic acid which is going to re-acidify your system, okay? So it's going to counteract the damaging effects of that antibiotics which has killed off a lot of those lactic acid producing bacteria and we want that lactic acid because that lactic acid is going to keep the pH low. Remember high pH those opportunistic bacteria and yeast are going to overgrow. This is driving that unhealthy environment. Saccharomyces boulardii, when it goes through the gut, it actually keeps the pH low or more acidic so it's harder for those bad bacteria to show up. I know when I see clients that yes, 99% of them use Saccharomyces boulardii or S. bifobiotic is the brand that we use, so many of you will know it as that. It's often used as part of your healing parasite protocol uh, or maybe at the start of a bacterial protocol where we're just trying to get that little yeast, that guy in there to do some of that work for us. If you do have lowered immune response as well, which shows up as your SIG IgA on your GI map, Saccharomyces boulardii can be super helpful in raising that too. But the main healing protocol post-antibiotics is using prebiotics. So we want to rebuild the good gut flora that have been wiped out by the antibiotics. I never knew this and I had to take antibiotics for strep throat, I think it was maybe start of last year. And afterwards I just loaded my body with expensive probiotics, not realizing that yes it helps transitionally, but it's not actually going to rebuild my good gut flora, so it's not going to rebuild them and grow them back. So it does help reduce inflammation and have those transitional changes, but what we really want is those prebiotics. And that's why I've created that 90 day prebiotic rotation guide for you guys. So jump to my website and download that one because that's going to be super helpful if you have taken antibiotics or you know that you're going to and you haven't done the repair work after. So prebiotics can come from your diet and as a nutritionist I'm super passionate about that but when your gut is very stripped back I would start with a small amount so around a quarter teaspoon of easy to digest prebiotic supplements. So prebiotic fibers such as PHGG. 
So you'd slowly increase your dose as you can tolerate it over time. So these good bacteria will feed off it, they will start to grow, and then you can increase your dosage. You can change your strains and start to add more prebiotic-rich foods into your diet. So often known as your high FODMAP foods, that's super high in prebiotic fibers. So this could include things like your garlic, onion, leek, asparagus, legumes, grains, all super high in prebiotics. But like I said, if you haven't done the groundwork first and you chuck in a whole heap of these foods, you're probably going to be really symptomatic and be regretting it big time. So start really slow and build your way up. If you have done multiple rounds of antibiotics without doing the gut healing work, I would consider a GI map stool test for that. So you just want to ensure that there are no critical overgrowths of any of these nasty yeast or bacteria or parasites which have come in after the antibiotics. Um, you may not be able to handle the prebiotics. To be honest, if there's that much damage, even a bit of prebiotics is going to cause you pain. You also want to assess your ability to recover, so the damage done to your leaky gut lining. You want to assess your immune response going forward in fighting off new pathogens. And you want to assess how well you're digesting food. Are you making enough pancreatic elastase or pancreatic enzymes to break down your food properly? Now, I hope that was helpful. As always, if you have any questions, contact me on Instagram, email, or website and book a free chat. Otherwise, if this sounds like you, maybe you should think about signing up for the August intake of the Gut Hormone Solution, where we go through these things step by step to rebuild and repair that gut lining, remove those trigger foods, add in some supportive prebiotics and probiotics, the right ones, to really make a change to your gut. So, Please leave a review and let me know what you think. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.